0: Howdy, friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host, R.P. Smith. Things just keep hopping here on the Pinecrest Ranch. I have the Conservation Security Program Butterfly Habitat in compliance for the year and have been working hard on getting some cedar trees cut before the paperwork needs to be done by the middle of the month. We will be running the calves through the chute this week for another round of vaccinations and to treat some pink eyes. And I even have a couple of entertainment road trips coming up this month. The first will be in northeast Nebraska on September 11th at the W.J. Ranch, seven miles south of Yankton, South Dakota. I'm looking forward to sharing the stage with my musically talented Minnesota friend, Greg Hager. And later in the week, I'll be flying out to Salt Lake City for a show along with the legendary poet, Waddy Mitchell. When I'm not doing anything else, I go out and move fence around trying to stretch what grass we have until the rains or corn stalks come. I think we'll be okay for this year, but we haven't gotten the regrowth on pastures I was hoping for. The short grass makes it easier to get rid of the cedar trees. The short grass also makes it a little easier to consider culling cows that I've been putting up with longer than I probably should have. We did not have a great calving season and our numbers are already down, but I think it may be the time to put some wheels under a few more, even if it means carrying more yearlings and less cows for a season or two. Since my poetic career was started as an offshoot of selling a coal cow, I'm not really sure why I drag my feet so much about getting rid of the troublemakers. Maybe it's a reflection of how many second chances the Lord has given me. That sounds like a great lead-in for one that I call Jesus and Johnny and 148. The second most common of the questions folks ask is how I took up this poetry task. Too much time on my hands. Was I striving for fame or just trying to survive in an old ranching game? Recently I gave this question some thought. Many have helped me. Some have helped quite a lot. But the ones that were there when I broke out the gate were Jesus, and Johnny, and 148. Jesus I had heard of most all of my life. I was slow trusting him through struggle and strife. I thought that his love was something to earn. In his perfect timing he allowed me to learn that I was the one that he had made pure, that sin is the curse and Christ is the cure. I can never do enough his gift to receive by dropping my guard. I can finally believe. Johnny Carson had a show on late night TV that's after my bedtime, so I seldom would see, with the exception of one particular time when Beth woke me up to watch some cowboys at rhyme. Baxter and Waddy, friends, I was impressed. The way the words came alive, I would never have guessed. Why does Johnny get the credit ahead of those men? Because he was the one that invited them in. I was inspired, what more can I say? And as I reflected back on my day, my greatest accomplishment, viewing it now, was selling 148, a fence-crawling cow. So I put pen to paper, and I wrote down a tale of a wandering cow and fences that fail. It wasn't the best, and it wasn't the worst. What made the story special was that it was the first. How events make a difference, we don't always know. What makes one wither will make another one grow, but we leave an impression like pebble and puddle. Ride the ripple or wave, just so forward you muddle. Success can't be measured by the inch or the ounce. If you fall really hard, you can count on a bounce. For our Lord does work in mysterious ways. The chances he gives me truly amaze. To visit with folks and share my point of view. But I have to give credit where credit is due. How did I get started? I proudly do state. I thank Jesus and Johnny and 148. And I thank you for riding along on Homegrown this morning, hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today, and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.